Welcome to CGP, the recruiting hub, where athletes come to share, tell, listen to stories, and to help each other grow through honesty and transparency. Being an athlete is a club, and we're all here to help each other. Stay tuned. Hey, I, you know, I'm looking forward to covering this because I just had an awesome, awesome interview. And to bring all bring this to light is a huge deciding factor when, as a coach, when we were working through the recruiting process and trying to find our next student athletes and hopefully uh, find that diamond in the rough, there was always a few ways and always a few student athletes that ended up coming and committing to our school that the same path from initial contact to following, recruiting, scouting, to ending up at our university, what happened? I tell all of our clients at CGP is um, we have, listen, we have a whole program, right? As coaches, college coaches, priority number one for any program, most programs in the country, especially division one level, just because it's that important, is to win. That is priority number one, is to win. The program to win. Now, there's some schools where that doesn't mean everything. There's smaller schools. There's smaller budget schools where those sports don't hold such priority in that school. And maybe as long as the coach is running a good program and, and student-athletes are graduating with their majors and good GPAs, that that coach continue and no one's getting in trouble, that that coach will continue to keep their job. That's a great fit for some people. But for a, a large part, it's about winning. And that's what gets student-athletes, a lot of recruits there. But coming from Iowa, baseball, and coming from the Northeast where I'm from, it's limited, it's hard, it's challenging, because baseball at the Division I level is all year round. When you're a college baseball athlete, the season isn't until the spring. You start at the end of February. You start traveling, going down south. But your season starts in September. I think our coach used to give us one week. When I was coaching, I think we gave them one week uh, one week to get acclimated, get back to school, get to the classes. And from that point on, you practice all the way until uh, October. And then after that, you have from November till Christmas till holiday break, you have personal one-on-one training with your coaches, right? So you're always in the grind. Now, coaches only have so much time to get out there and recruit. And with Division Three and Division Two, they have a little bit more time. They have less time with their team, which allows them to have more time to go out and recruit. But on the Division One side now, they have sometimes, most of the time, they have a bigger staff where they can then allocate guys to go out and see recruits that they've made relationships with and check them out. But that's that's the point. That's the time when those coaches have a look, when those coaches in the college level, when we have time up here to get out and recruit, we're going to. We need to. That's that is a close second priority because in order to win, you have to find those good, those good prospects, those recruits. So we're spending the time out there, getting out there and seeing it. And if, if an athlete, high school athlete can, can understand that and contact coaches based off of that and building that connection early gives you a way more chance of me following your season following you in the process, coming back and seeing you again. As long as that initial connection makes sense and you build that relationship, you're always going to be on that coach's mind. You're going to be in their recruiting log. They're going to check on you. That's step one. But listen, 
there's 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 just under half a million NCAA student athletes. There's over nineteen thousand programs. Division one, Division two, II, Division three, JUCO. The competition is hard to get there. It's very hard. Now, when coach, when I, you know, us, we have our our high school coaches network. Those guys that we trust their evaluation, we trust their opinion, their input. When they recommend their player, those are typically the first places that we're going to go because we have a relationship with their coaches. They know what kind of recruits we get, we go after. They know the level of that recruiting. If he matches our program, we still have to do our due diligence on it. But in the past, there's times that 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 coach could have sent you some good recruits, guys who have impacted your program. You're going to trust their opinion. You're always going to visit them. Second comes those individual emails, those individual contacts from student-athletes. Those are the tough ones. Those are where a lot of you are today. That's okay. You need to be doing that. You need to be getting those emails out there. But prior to that available time of us, you need to find a way to build the connection. And that's what we spend so much. You know, I, I see it, and I know that that's a struggle for a lot of people because that's what I see the most with our clients is there's not a plan to how to get in touch with those coaches. Not, there's not a plan on how to separate yourself. And the plan is huge. And what I recommend is preparation and timing, knowing those two things. Because the same because of the way I opened this, there's always a few recruits that end up at your program that follow just naturally, just take the same steps and it catches your attention and you build that relationship with them. And then you're seeing them play, you're following them, and then you, you tend to like them. Coaches want to find players that they like. They're not looking out. They're not going recruiting to say no. They're hoping to say yes. They're hoping to say, yes, you fit our program. You are who we need. And if you get in front of those coaches, if you take the steps to find those coaches, the right steps, to find those programs, this process gets that much clearer. Now, you're the one in the driver's seat making some decisions. As long as you handle your business, you're the one making the decisions. That goes such a long way. And I think that's what gives us, honestly, I think that's what gives us at CGP um, such value because I'm a coach asking you those questions. Are you covering the basis? And we're critiquing it. We're making sure that you are because I'm talking to you as a coach. I'm the person that you're reaching out to. Or I was, right? And our network, that's the people that you reach out to. So it's just it, it's just covering the basis and making sure that you're separating yourself and you're hitting the key points and you're personalizing to that coach's attention. Don't put it on a big mail list. Uh, a few key things that make the process that much better. But we've, you know, I, I, this comes to my attention today, and I wanted to bring this up today because I, you know, I'm starting to see it more and more and more. And the way that you can, the different opportunities to get your name out there, your brand out there, your, there's, there's so many different opportunities. Don't follow the crowd. Don't. Only follow the crowd. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. A lot of times for us as coaches, it's those um, college recruiting profile sites where you pay that where you pay to have your profile. I think those are important. I think that's a place to go. A big question I would ask on those, which I always recommend to my guys and my guys and girls, are make sure the coaches on the other side don't have to have a membership to these. You know, perfect game. That's different. Every college coach, every college baseball coach has a has a membership to Perfect Game. Um, you know, there's a few other with our basketball guys, but 
making sure that when that is sent to a coach that they can open and get all the information they need. Okay, if they're hidden from information from them, I mean, you're sending us on a wild goose chase. So that little thing, but also there's so many different ways to get in front of coach and stay in front of coach. So make sure you do it. <coughs> Excuse me. Double check it. And uh, preparation and timing. Hey, listen, we have some good, really good episodes coming up soon. Um, our next one, our next couple I'm really excited about. You're going to hear some awesome stories from guys who have different different per- journey. I think every recruiting process and journey is different. But these guys, it's funny. It's, it's funny how that works. You know, so many little things can change that. And you'll see and you'll hear in these stories that the trajectory that the, some of these student athletes and some of these, you know, were going on um, and where they ended up and why. Some worked out really well. Some didn't. And you're going to get to hear why. So I think anything that you could take from those episodes and these stories, these next couple episodes coming up, these next few interviews, um, and to hear how all these how all these athletes landed on their feet is an awesome story. I had a lot of fun doing them. So stay tuned. Tune back in. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on social media.